Previously on Twitter. The Tea Box with Rick and Craig. It is. Oh, you got to do a liner, Craig. I'd be happy to, Rick, because that's what we do at the ticket. We support other shows. Because we asked you. Well, not only that, but, um, and they wrote it in really big, giant, Perfect. bold letters. You don't need, so your, I can read don't need it. your Ben Franklins? If you're the first one to clean up the grill and the last one to put away, it's time to start saucing up your backyard. Pick up some Garland Jack secret socks. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yes. Pick up some Garland Jack secret six barbecue <laughs> sauce at Market Street. Grab a few of your best buds and get grilling. Stop by Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greatest hard to liner say. ever. <laughs> Stop by market. See, you derailed me. No, you derailed me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Secret six barbecue sauce. <laughs> well, there you go. That was quick. Well, <laughs> that's wedding talk. If you got married, would would, sorry, would all of us be invited? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, I, oh, that means no. That means no. He immediately said, I well, don't know. That, no, depends that, on budget. No, that, right, exactly. Just it say just yes. depends, depends on that. where it you was. You don't have and, to invite everybody well, you know. I mean, if, if I'm Rick going, if I'm going to like the little white chapel in Vegas, like I'm not going to burden people to it's fly still, to Vegas. You to, can still invite me. Wait a minute. Well, yeah, I mean, going I, to Vegas, that ain't burden is that. burning 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 Oh, my God. What the hell was that? We can't get any better than that, guys. Ewing Buick GMC and Mercedes-Benz of Plano is our virtual broadcast partner today. Check them out on Spring Creek Parkway in the Tollway. They have a superb service. They have cars for you to ogle at and hopefully buy, and they will take your cars pre-owns you like at. that. Ogle. It's ogle, isn't it? I mean, but You're it's asking. ogle. You're yeah, asking? No, it's definitely ogle. It's not ogle. What the hell's an ogle? I say ogle. I yeah. Don't, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. You got the tea box. That's Craig. Ow. I'm Rick. We have Kern. <laughs> we have Tyler back at the station. Also, Jacob doing tickers twice an hour. Got another lovely life spot at 930. Uh. I'm giving the edge to the to the Europeans on this one. And um, I, I just, what? That does sound funny when you're sucking on the cough drop. Sorry, it's better than coughing. Well, just hold it under your tongue or something. You don't need to suck it like a... If I feel like I'm wearing a cough, I suck it really hard. Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark, please. Yikes. You're back. You are back. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like a drum. That's what percussion is, typically. You're a mess. Is everybody swallowing like yeah. these days? What did I just say? Well, good morning. It is 8.04 on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. And if it's that time on a Saturday, it would be July 31st, you got the tea box. 27 years. That's Craig Rosengarten. I'm Rick Arnett. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. New issues should be coming out soon. And um, let's see, we South got Ideal America. Golfer. You can get Coyote Ridge going right now. 
you can go to a. Why wouldn't you want to get Kyrie? Heck right? yeah! Jeez, for thirty nine bucks, and it's in really good shape. The Is uh, it? the greens are greens are happening. And guess what? Let me hit you with some knowledge here. Not every course is. No, that is very, especially if you got Bermuda greens. Yeah. you got issues right now. So. Golf over in Grapevines. You can get a, a one- or two-hour uh, hitting bay. You went over there. It's nice. I haven't been there yet. Huge. It's a great extensive menu. They do a good job over there. Try to cross some uh, Grapevine Mills, and it's per bay, not per person. So it's only either twenty or thirty-five bucks for a two-hour session, and you get a free appetizer. Every one of your friends, and you get a free appetizer. You hit one ball every six hours. Yep. <laughs> and we got a fun stain play up next week, so be tuned for that. We have Kern out here engineering. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are y'all? He spent a whole week out at uh, Oxnard. How about that? That's big timing right there. It is. Wow. I, I do Promoting miss California's weather. Did, did they say positive things about the little tea box? Actually, they did. A lot did of they? positive things, um, especially on how our show sounds. Ah, they were talking about the engineering, and, not the talent. And, no, no, no. Or the lack of. as well. And the lack of. So both. Hey. There was a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Resemble that comment. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of off-air ogle talk. Good, good. So, you resemble or you I'm ogling at some I'm ogling at some uh, pretty sweet uh, infinities here, Rick, because that's where we're at today is Crest Cars, CrestCars.com, Crest Infinity, Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac. And right now, if you're in the market for a pre-owned, certified pre-owned, you need to come up here because they got oodles of them. You know, Duncan McVale, who's like the grand poobah over at um, Volvo, Mm -hmm. he's the king of buying pre-owns. Yeah, he's good at it. He's really, really good. By the way, I'm looking at that. That video of the um, Infinity over there, mm-hmm. their interiors have been stepped up. That looks like one of the most comfortable seats. Yeah, I just did the QX55, uh, and it's that interior, the seats might be one of the most comfortable I've ever sat in. Oh, yeah, they're that? really See good. That? So check that out. Uh, there now, we have back at the station, we have Jay King. Good morning, you buddy. What's up, guys? Nice open, as always. Oh, thank we you. do give you a lot of uh, material, don't we? You do, and but uh, this time I had to go back on Dave's page because I wanted to rehash some old audio that time. Ah, uh, yes. The old secret six, as Rick said, that was way too many S's for me. Yes. And Jacob Dedmore doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning to you, buddy. Good morning, fellas. Uh, Kern, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't get to go to Nobu, man. It's all good. I um, The NBA draft was more important at the time. Was it? <laughs> the NBA draft. Mavs don't have a pick. That's what I'm you have to say tell yourself, Kern. I understand. Thank you. You know, one of the deals is at 8.50 we're going to talk about if you're why or why are you not watching the Olympics. And I'm going to bet with pretty good confidence this will be the worst rated Olympics ever. Without a doubt. Not even you don't think close. the whole Simone Biles thing was created every nah. woman to go watch and see what was women going on? Women are watching anyway, but I think they're they're watching way more than the men are. It's it's a as Mike Ryan used to say, it's the housefrau games. They watch the way what? more than men. Housefrau. The Olympics it's are old. for the frau. Yes, huh. for the old ladies. I, I and like young the, ladies. As well, I told, well, there you go. As I told, <laughs> bite me. <laughs> 
as I. <laughs> <laughs> and we have another Suck lead it. sponsor of the show. You should talk about. Yeah, PGA Tour Superstars. How about that? What's the matter, buddy? Nothing. I love you in a non-sexual <laughs> way, of course. PGA Tour Superstores is our proud sponsor. Uh, I would get on this quick because I hear through through a little secret uh, secret por- uh, portal that uh, the 20 off your first 100, 50 off your first 250, both separate deals, might not be lasting much longer. Oh, no. Yeah, so. Hurry up. Yep, hurry up and get out there this weekend. And it's good for everything but ping and foot joy and Titleist. So load up. And remember, they're two separate deals. All you have to do is mention T-Box. It's hot out. Go get your golf gloves because you're going to need them. Yeah, I'm glad you came around on that. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot of stuff going on today. But coming right up, there's a bet. And there's also something for sale that I'm, I'm not quite sure why he's doing it. But it's all related to golf. I'll talk about it next from Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Hey, good morning. Happy July 31st. Got the tee box. We are at Crest Cars today up in Frisco, CrestCars.com, Volvo, Infinity, and Cadillac. And it's the last day of the month, last Saturday of the month. And uh, this is when they wheel and deal like crazy. So come on out of here. Take a look at some of the uh, brand news that are out here and the extensive pre-owns. Pre-owns seems to be the market right now until everybody can get chips. But until then, come by. If you have one of those uh, three brands, come by and get your car serviced. Do you nice not? cup of joe. They have, come see us. They have an awesome uh, gourmet kitchen that they make. With a chef. They have a yes. renowned chef. Yes, they do have a renowned chef. And this is brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. Uh, check out all their courses, not only here in town, but around the country. And uh, they do fantastic job. And they are spending big investments into uh, updating all their courses, and it's showing. So good for them, and it's good for you, the golfer. And they have uh, price ranges <clears throat> for every every budget. So check them out at clubcorp.com. 8.30, we got a leaderboard. It's the Olympics, 8.50. We'll talk about the Olympics, who's watching, who isn't. Craig says he's got a hot take on Simone Biles. And Maybe. Then, <clears throat> 9-10. What it's like taking care of a dog. <laughs> uh, so this is the first time I, that I can remember. That, see, there's no ideal golfer t- table or anything. Hey, now. 9-10. And then <laughs> 9-30, <laughs> more Olympics. John Rahm still can't figure out why he tested positive for COVID. Yeah find it that interesting but first a couple things on the docket one is uh brooks kepka and this dave portnoy who runs a uh barstools Barstool. who is a highly successful website those guys have leveraged themselves and they're killing it and this dave portnoy is kind of he's a kind of like a wheels off entrepreneur he likes promoting himself he, he'll do anything he's, he's almost like jackass in a way almost yeah but he and uh, he and Brooks Kepka seem to have found a friendship, and they're talking smack online and everything. And they decided to come up with a match for charity: two hundred fifty thousand dollars on the line for each each other's charity. What do you think Portnoy's worth? Do you think he's worth close to half a billion or something? I think it's. It, hey, did they go they, public yet? I'm going to say right now that if he wanted to sell Barstool, yeah. he'd be a billionaire. Okay. All right. So he's got money. He's, he's worth more than Brooks. How about yes. that? Okay. 
Well, here's the deal, though. I don't know what Portnoy's handicap is. I haven't been able to find it. But the but the handicap is going to be Brooks Kepka playing left-handed. Yep. $120 million? Yeah. I'm going to say he's probably worth way more than that. Yeah. I, somebody, if he put Barstool up for sale, and I don't know how. It's different. I don't know what percentage he owns. I don't know. Well, see, but here's the thing. It's not how much debt he's got. It's not a public stock, right? Not yet. Yeah, so 120 million sounds about right. You know, that's, that's what he's got. And then if it sells, then, it, you know, you know, you know right. that goes three, four, five, ten times earnings or whatever. Anyway, it might be interesting. I don't know how we're going to – I try to find out how to see it because I'm kind of curious because I've seen Brooks Kepka's left-handed swing. I've seen Ricky Fowler's left-handed swing. Al's Kepka's. Awesome. Is it really? Oh, my God. He's ridiculous. In fact, it almost looks like a mirror image. Really? Like flipping it. it and I notice it more with the driver than anything else. It just he's up totally on balance. That's where, you know, I always used to tell you it's hitting hitting opposite hand. You and I did it every time we had a little avid golfer outing. We mm-hmm. switched drivers. Yeah. And we you, got a little. You're actually much better at it than I am. But we but we both got the hang of it as we practiced with sure. the driver. The ball's up on a tee. Right. I, I think the problem, the hardest thing about doing that would be with a wedge. Wedge. 80 yards in. Yep. As you chunk it. Chunk it, blade it, everything else. Yeah. So it'll be inter- I think it'd be kind of fun, and I, I'm sure they'll smack talk the heck out of it. If I find out somehow where you, where you can watch it, unless it's just going to be online, probably going to be on Barstools, I would imagine, right? Do they have like a video thing on I'm Barstool? sure they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. I like I like what he's I I admire him as an entrepreneur. Yep. Um, but I'm not a huge barstool fan. Uh, you know, it, everybody has a has a niche. That guy Riggs, yeah, who's um, he's their golf guy. He's their golf guy. I follow him on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's actually a decent follow. He's a uh, boy. He can ingratiate himself to some pretty. I think he he made a name for himself by staying at Pinehurst for 90 days during the pandemic. Yeah. he just said, "Hey, let me just stay." And he tweeted all the time. He's kind of genius. Anyway. Yeah. So the other bit of news is Craig's a big watch guy. And, I am. And so, morning, gentlemen. Morning, Duncan. It's Duncan McPhail. So <laughs> one of the things that uh, that I noticed all the time is Bubba Watson's watch. And Bubba Watson's the Richard watch. Richard Mill. Richard Mill. It's, I think it might be one of the ugliest watches I've ever seen. Uh, you can barely tell time. Because it's kind of in the background, they have all the gears and and everything inside it, so it's like a it's a clear uh, backing and everything. And he's always worn it, and I don't think he paid for it. I'm think I think it might have been done as a as a promotional tool, and I'm sure he got a lot. I, I wonder how many he sold, Richard Mill. I wonder how many he sold because of um, uh, Bubba wearing it. But anyway. They said it was about a half million dollar watch. How many watches are worth more than a half million, Craig? That are not collectors' items. So if you just go straight to it's retail. How much? How many watches are retail a half million or more? <sighs> Seriously, I mean, collectors' items are different. I'm gonna say every like brand has one, and they're called the Turbions. Yeah, and every brand, Patek Philippe has one. I don't know if Rolex has one that much, but. You know, Audemars Piquet has one. Is it a, has seriously, one. A, seriously a half million, though? Mm. Wow. I remember there's a car company when I was, when I'm reviewing car uh, vehicles, and they had 
What'd you call it? A turbillion? Turbion. Turbion. They had a watch in the dash. I remember that one. Okay. I can't remember what brand that was. But well, yes. not, we're not broadcasting uh, right. from there, so. <laughs> um, they only made four a year. It was $187,000 for the watch that goes in the dash, and they sold out. Okay, so here's just a little tiny snapshot for you, okay? Yeah. So we're on the uh, the website watchbox.com. Okay. I have done business with them in the past. Can't imagine. Not at these prices, but if you need something, call Josh. That's mm-hmm. my guy. Uh. And I just took what they have for sale. They're a pre-owned watch company. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They take pre-owned watches and they sell them on the line. Right. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven watches over $300,000. These are over $300,000. Are they collector's items? They or are, are they... pre-owned. No. Oh, okay. They have the Richard Mill, the bubble watch, and they have the... What does that run? They're selling it for 439000 Okay, that's the same one I'm looking at. Yes. Okay. Right. They have an Audemars Piquet Royal Oak, and that's their famous... You've seen all the guys. But this one, for whatever reason, is 339000 mm. They have an A. Lying and Son. This would be your anthrax. Look at this watch. Ugly. I mean, how would you tell time, for God's sakes? Well, I guess it's a jewelry item. You know, that's an A. Lang that's 330. All right. You have so, an F. B. Jorn that's 330 that's worse. All right. So, I get it. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how this sells. Now, this is obviously worn by a celebrity. You can always say this is. I, don't, I wonder how bulletproof it is. Um, like if somebody shot you in the wrist? No, maybe. <laughs> hey, for a half a million dollars, it better, it better have a force field that goes around my whole body, right? But uh, I wonder why he decided to sell it. I don't know if he's doing it for charity. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But uh, It's got I, his name on it, on the back. There you go. So somebody will buy it, probably. I don't, know a, how many, I don't know how many bids there have been on it, because you can either buy it now or it's make not an a, offer. No, it's not. It's just a for sale. There's no. You can't bid on it. You can, just, you can make an offer, but... It's for sale for four thirty nine. Okay, they ain't selling it for under four hundred grand. I bet. So if they said it was a half million dollar watch, it's actually gone down in value. Because I remember when he when he wore, it, he says this is at five hundred thousand dollar watch, and he's probably had it for five years. Two thousand eighteen, says it on the watch. He's only been on for three years. Mm-hmm. God, it seems a lot longer. Mm-hmm. It seems like I've always seen him with that white band and everything. It's a, we we should take a picture of it and. Or take this because it's the it's a, what what color blue is that like a baby blue yeah it's a baby blue watch but that wasn't his he has a white watch band doesn't he they said new band okay it says on there new band all right well it's not my bit not for special you imagine could you imagine going to your wife and saying look what I just bought it's a good deal I got a discount on it how much eh, four hundred thousand <laughs> it took ten percent off so that, that's the only <laughs> question I always ask. How much money do you need to have in the bank to say, honey, I see a watch I just love. It's four hundred grand. i am going to buy it. How, how much money do you have to have to how about say, this? that doesn't bother me? How about this? How much money do you have to have not even to ask permission? That's, that's even a bigger deal. Because if, if you're a billionaire and you come home with a half-million-dollar watch, does your wife even notice it? I would hope so that somebody noticed it. No, body. no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying from a budget standpoint. <laughs> I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, so that I, I think that's the bigger litmus test is how much you need to have not to have to ask permission from your spouse to buy something that, that expensive. So, like right now, if I paid three hundred dollars for something, uh-huh. I probably don't need permission. Right. So ten grand. 
Now you're probably talking. Not yeah. even a thousand. Yeah, it's, it's at least and a discussion, right? Yeah. You're right. Hey, I'm especially if it's it. not benefiting. I may her. not ask. I might not ask permission for something a thousand bucks. I might tell her before I buy it. Hey, well, I'm go buy this. How about this? If it doesn't, if it doesn't benefit her, that might be a question to ask. Yeah. Okay. So that that's how you keep things copacetic. But if it. I had a hundred million in the bank and I wanted that watch for four hundred grand, that's what I was going to say. If you had Portnoy money. Yeah. Okay. But here's the, the only problem with that. I know this is a golf show. If you start buying $400,000 watches and start doing all sorts of other stuff like that, buying a half-million-dollar car, mm-hmm. buying a, that money starts to disappear quickly. Well, yeah. Just ask uh, who's the boxer in uh, Vegas. Holy, not Holyfield, no, but um, Mayweather. 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 Yeah. He's got a whole fleet of cars that are half a million each. Not anymore. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, just a just a little thought. It, when it's you know, if it was a set of Jack Nicholas golf clubs that he won his first U.S. Open, could that get a half mil? I don't know. What would you rather have? Bubba's <laughs> watch, if it was attractive, or Jack Nicholas's first. I'm not set a big. Of... Here's the problem. I'm not a big collector. I don't. I don't. I'm not into autographs. I'm not into memorabilia. I. So neither one of them. Nothing one interests me. Yeah. You know, you always ask me, if you had all the money in the world, what would be your first car to buy or whatever? And I said, I have really no idea because I don't think my mind would change that much, my mentality. I might. Not at our age, probably. Yeah. If you were 25, it may be. Maybe. You might might call Van Halen for a party <laughs> concert. Well, that's different. That's an experience. <laughs> I have learned this over time. Rick 2.0. Uh, is I quit. Sp- I don't spend nearly as much on material things, but I, I will spend on experiences. Oh. All right. Way better. I think it's a better bang for the buck. What's all right. Your, well, all right. What's your next What's your next experience? Well, what can we I, expect? As soon as I can, as soon as they allow it, I'm going to Thailand. Thailand. Yep. I do. I've heard awesome that I've got a friend that's out there, and but they, they can't get va- uh, vaccines. Mm-mm. So that's totally closed off. So that'd be my first bit. Okay. Or Europe. You know, I still want to go to Italy. Haven't been in Italy yet. I want to go there really bad, so. Break 2.0. Experiences. All right, 831 on the ticket. That was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. ArcusGolf.com. They have seven courses here in town. About to have an eighth. Yep. Uh, yep. Maybe a nine. Yep, they're out They're out wheeling and dealing, baby. They're going to yeah. own. If they were a public the company, I'd tell you to bet on Arcus. Yes, sir. Excellent leadership. ArcusGolf.com. All right, up next, we do have a leaderboard, if you care. But before we talk about that, Craig, let's talk about the greatness of the PGA Tour Superstore. So we were there last week. Their grand opening in Arlington. Place was slammed because there are three stores right now are in Southlake and two in Plano. The people in South Arlington, uh, South Tarrant County, they had to drive a bit. Now it's right there, right place, off I twenty in Cooper. I can't tell you how many people were so excited that that store is open. Yes, look. You don't need to go anywhere else now. If you want anything related to golf or tennis or pickleball, mm-hmm. just go there. They don't have it. You don't need it. By the way, they're carrying the new, as we're talking watches, the new Tag Heuer watch. That's a smart watch that has all the GPS for, for all your wrists. So if mm-hmm. you want to do that, they're carrying that. They carry everything. Yes, they what do. Is, what is it that you don't need In that multiples. they don't have? And if you tell them when you check out, Mention the T box. 
uh, you'll get 20 off your first $100 spent, and then on a separate deal, 50 off your first 250 So use the second one for probably clubs, yeah, something like that. Or- and if you write in the T-Box when you sign up online for their van fitting experience, it's $150 value, you get it for free. Free, and I've gone through it. They're very, very thorough. Very thorough. Got my Strixon irons all dialed in. Love them. And uh, so check it out. They have four stores now. And they're still looking to hire people, too. So if you want a part-time job, want a little discounted off the merchandise, go ahead. Why not? Nobody should retire. You know? No. Keep keep going a little bit. Be, be yeah. engaged, right? Check it out. It's PGA Tour Superstores. We love them a long time. And uh, they're the proud lead sponsor of the T-Box. There you go. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right. Got a little Olympic coverage going on. You just heard the update. And uh, we'll talk more about that at 8.50 if anybody's actually watching it or not and why and whys and wherefores. This is brought to you by where we're at today. Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. You got Volvo, you have Infinity, you have Cadillac, plus you have untold additional brands in the pre-owned lot because pre-owned is where it's at right now until everybody can get some chips. So you want to look at something or you want to trade it in? Maybe you trade. People are trading in their pre-owns. They're getting cash on the spot. So if you got cars in the driveway, you say, I don't drive this much anymore, or the kid's moved out and maybe got his own car and he's just sitting there, trade it in, baby. Make some cashola. All right. So we do have a leaderboard, and they're playing at the Olympics. Uh, Xander Schauffele is leading by one after three rounds. Boy, I know you're not excited about this or anything, but what a good leaderboard. It's not bad. I mean, it's you've got – so there are – 60 players. Ten guys. No cut. Within four shots. Mm-hmm. And they only have one – he's only got one shot lead. And you've got Rory in there. You've got Matsuyama in there. You've got Tommy Fleetwood. Casey. Shane Lowry. Paul Casey. A good leaderboard. It's not bad. It's not bad. The guys that I'm kind of surprised about – you start rolling down a little bit. Justin Thomas is, I think, in a funk. Oh, yeah. There's something going on with him. I mean, on on the first round, he had all pars. And that was a course. That did was you a hear, lay down. Did you hear his interview? Yeah. If you can describe in one word how your, rent, how your round went today, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Par. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> it. I was more in tune to watching the adventures of Siwoo Kim and Sun JM. Sun JM, because if either one of them medal, just medal, they get out of their two-year commitment for uh, military. Which, who did that happen to, Boo Young? Sun, Sun Moon Bay. Yeah, and it, he was right. He was doing well. I think he'd won. And Nelson, part. remember, he was a guy yeah. on the Nelson. On that, were you there, Kern, when he goes, hi, I'm Sung Moon Bay, I won the Byron Nelson. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And he had his interpreter next to him, and he just shoved in the way. Yep. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, how about this? But here, t- here's the thing on that, though, question on that. Uh-huh. Do they just – Sung J.M. is very Americanized. So you just stay here and say forget it. I'm never going back anyway. Ooh. <sighs> That's a good question. Is it, It's kind of like you're a, a fugitive then, right? 
They're not a fugitive, but if you can get dual citizenship here and you get yourself a uh, you know, citizen of the United States, you can't ever go back to South Korea. Right. But but if he has family there and everything, so you're kind of – I don't know. but that, He's got himself a nice little career right now to stop it for two years. be tough. Yeah. It, it would be tough. I think uh, – I forget the actor's name, but he goes by the name Rain. He tried the same thing. He was in the Speed – uh, speed Racer movie and also Ninja okay. Assassin. Right. He tried the same thing to get dual citizenship to get out of his military, uh-huh. and it didn't work. Yeah. They're probably pretty staunch about that. Pretty strict. Were they going to come get him? I don't know. Do you th- would you want to try that? I wouldn't. Would I? I mean, you know, it's, it's two years. It's not ten. And I doubt it. Here's the other thing. It's a two-year commitment. Yeah, it messes up with your – messes up your um, – your playability, obviously, but I think you get you, whatever you had prior to that. You get to keep that. So when you come back, yeah, but Sun Moon Bay has never been the same. I know, I know. But I also think it's like anything else. Like when Elvis went to the military, you're not going to war. No, I think you're. Well, maybe you're, South Korea you are. No, I think you're showing the generals how to hit a flop shot. <laughs> That's what I think you're doing. <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter. But it's two years, probably in the prime of your golf career and uh but i do like the fact that nobody is exempt except if you, except if you, except if you metal. holy crap <laughs> dr evil hey i checked this out so anyway uh back to the leaderboards because i was looking to see if anybody else is doing worth i mean there's some good names on here i'm gonna give you one name to keep an eye on okay because the only one more round to go tied for fifth Mm-hmm. This kid, Mito Pereira. Yeah. He got a battlefield promotion on the Corn Ferry, mm-hmm. moved up, and has done so well yep. on the PGA Tour. He hasn't missed a beat. And he's tied for fifth right now. Yep. He, he's he's looking really, really good. I'm not sure he'll be able to. I mean, look at the people ahead of him. He's got Xander ahead of him, Matsuyama, Casey, and McElroy. Um, I. I don't know if he can beat all those guys here, but he's going to win soon. Here's he's going to win soon. I like his place. He's three back. I like his place because there will be no pressure on him. He's going to post a score. The pressure is going to be on the top guys. And he's um, and he's not playing with – he's playing with Sepp Straka. Yeah. So it's not like if he was playing with Rory – there's a little pressure there, right? I doubt it. Sepp Straka. There's nobody out there. Why would no, there be pressure playing? Yeah, there's with, not a there's not a gallery guy. following no, anything. But you're, there's nothing. Look, but if you're a kid from Chile and you're Mito Pereira and you're playing the Olympics, who's the best player he's ever been paired with up to this point? I'd play with Rory. If nothing else, then you can play match play. You can measure your game against his. You're three back. I've always said it's it's way tougher yeah. sleeping on a lead, especially for a guy like him, than it is to be about three back. You're in the hunt. You can post a score and. By the way, Rory's not wearing a hat this week. I got this question from multiple people. He's not wearing a hat because you can't wear anything Nike. And Nike has to uh, custom make his hats because uh, he, has, he says he has a small head. But here's what's funny. He doesn't wear, he doesn't wear the fitted hat. He wears the one with the little Velcro on the back. So what the hell's the difference? I don't get it. Some things I just don't understand about people, but that's what's going on there. And Tommy Fleetwood's wearing a visor. A visor. You know what? 
works for him. Yeah. You got to have the guys that amaze me are the like when Corey Pavin was wearing a visor and he had no hair. It's kind of like the uh, <laughs> was it Mike Nagy, the Bears, Chicago Bears head coach. He wears a visor with, and he's completely bald, and he's just like. What? And I don't get that because I've started shaving my head since the pandemic, uh-huh. and I found a hat, a mesh hat. Okay. Had little tiny holes. Yeah. And I played golf this week, and my <laughs> you little head, polka dots. No, but my head, my head is so damn sunburned. Mm-hmm. It's like. By the way, I have one more thing for you in terms of golf and leaderboards. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this. Okay. But there is the U.S. Senior Women's Open going on. Joanne Carter. Joanne Carter. Big mama. 82 years old. Smoking still. Is Not she smoking really? hot. Smoking. No, she was never smoking <laughs> hot. Uh, shot a 79. Yep. She didn't shoot her age. She shot three shots under her age. Yes, she did. In a competitive yeah. event. Yep. Pretty she's cool. one of those. She's old school. She's kind of like Laura Davies. I like those golfers. They, yeah. they, they're full throttle. They don't care about anything. They just, I like it. So, they, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, by the way, last thing about the Olympics here. Um, some countries pay out based upon your your meddling. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the U.S., what do you think the U.S. pays out for gold, silver, and bronze? 100 grand. Not even close. 37500 for a gold, twenty two five for silver, and, and 15000 for a bronze. Okay. It's kind of, I mean... The reason I bring this up is because they're not making bank typically on the four years between the the games, right? Maybe right. they are from endorsements from the previous one. Right. Um, Japan g- gives out 45000 18, and 9. Italy, how about this, though? Italy gives out $213,000 for a gold. Who gives the most? Singapore. And somebody just won a gold medal for Singapore. First ever. First ever gold medal? First ever. I think it was uh, weightlifting. She made $737,000. That a girl. Yeah. I got a watch for her to buy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Australia, only 50, Australia of the 12 uh, countries that, that were listed here, Australia was the least uh, payout of 15011 and 7 So, huh. So there you go. There's some bonuses there for some of the golf. Uh, some of the athletes. But, yeah, obviously the smaller the country, the more money. Right. I mean, some of – I, I want to say somebody was paying out a million bucks. I don't know if it was one of the Saudi countries. Could have been. Why not, right? Right. But uh, Kazakhstan was 250 150 and 75 So there you go. All right. It is uh, 850 on the little ticket. T-Box out at Crest Cars today. Infinity, Volvo, and Cadillac. Yeah, we're in Frisco right off uh, 121 and the tollway. It's also brought to you by the City of Arlington Golf Courses, Lake Arlington, Tierra Verde, and Texas Rangers. they got a, a price range for any golfer, and they're all really, really good. All right, up next, who is watching the Olympics? And if you are or you're not, why? And uh, we'll discuss next on a little ticket. On Sports Radio, 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. All right, 8.55 on The Ticket, July 31st. You got the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengarten. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Also, IdealGolfer.com. Check out those nice deals, Coyote Ridge. And we have a uh, uh, 
indoor golf, virtual golf, down in Grapevine Mills, right next door to it, called Daylight Golf. And used to be appetizer. a giant restaurant. Uh, barbecue place, if yeah. I remember correctly. No, it was like Texas thump something. It was Love and War in Texas? Yes, that's what it was. Okay. It was Wasn't that barbecue? They have barbecue. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're known for their chicken fried steak. All right, so check that out because you can get a one or two hour use out of their hitting bays. And it's pretty sweet, especially when Big it's place. 100 degrees outside. All right, 9.15, we'll update on what's it like caring for something or somebody. Um, it's it's an adjustment. Hmm. It's an adjustment. All right, but first, as we broadcast from Crest Cars in Frisco today, the Olympics is on, and I'll start off by saying it's complete background for me. I don't watch. I mean, I'm not intent on everything. You know what I'm intent on watching, which is kind of fun, is team hand, handball. I watch handball. It's on the MS, one of the other I like stations. It. It's very, very fun. I like. Why? I don't know why. Why anybody be a goalie though? Do they stop anything? I know, but I don't understand why that sport's not popular in the U.S. Me too. Can you imagine playing that as a kid? Yeah, that'd be so much fun. And every four years, I say the same thing. Mm-hmm. God, I'd have loved that. Doesn't catch on, um, but it's fun to watch. But I, I, I'm different than you. I'm an Olympic Thank fan. God. of any sport. <laughs> same. Any Olympic sport. Fan. That doesn't have a judge. I'll w- I'm with you on that. Whoever runs the fastest runs the longest, Swimming's jumps the highest, great. lifts the most, all that kind of stuff. Swimming's been great. And, you know, I, I, I kind of was on your side when you kept saying about the Olympic golf. They should have done something different, tricked it up. Mm-hmm. Until last night, they did the individual medley relay. Okay. Co-ed. Okay. And it was, I, I, it was a cluster. And Why? there was no, it wasn't close. Some people had the women running, going first, and some people had the men Good going strategy. first. Well, it was bad strategy for the U.S. because okay, they well, were way behind. You learn. But it, would, but it wasn't, it didn't seem, you know, when you, you have a race and they're beating each other by seconds or tenths of a second or hundredths of mm-hmm. a second, that's really cool. And they did that. It was just different. So... Makes me wonder, back in the day before they had electronic uh, uh, touchpads in the lanes, how did they figure out when somebody was uh, a hundredth of a second apart? I mean, did they have a lot of ties back then, Mr. Kern? Ties? Uh, How do they know? How do they know who came in first or second? Most of that time, it was just the camera. They'd zoom in and see who... On on those low def cameras, there's no way they could figure out when you're talking hundreds of a second. I think I think what happened is guys. I remember the as soon as your person touched and you were in that lane, you put your hand up. Yeah, that makes sense. But if you're when it's a hundredth, yeah, and I, now and now you're kind of anticipating, or I'm anticipating. I do it a little early. It's like a handheld uh, 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 stopwatch. Yep. Those the forty times were always much better back then. Yep. I've been watching forever. As as long as I've been alive, I've watched the Olympics, and yep. I remember on races where they would just zoom in on different areas right on the line to see who was like yeah but you got the out. water wake you got i mean it's not crystal clear do you know that you know the one thing that i i remember back in the day that doesn't happen nearly as much anymore are the false starts remember they used to happen all the time they well still they still do. happen in track they don't happen in swimming for some reason yeah not anymore yeah so. anyway there was a poll released this week 
and this is American viewers of the Olympics, only 16% of Americans have a lot of interest in this year's Olympic Games. 43% have little interest, which would be me. And 41% have no interest at all. I, I, di- I mean, I'm different. I love, I, I love the swimming. I love the track. Um, handball, ping pong, it's been great. Or table tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, not really in love with water polo, but I want to be. It's slow. You know what? Yeah. Play water polo because all the action is below the water. Yeah. Man, they're killing each other. But it's not a good watch. No. Um, It is kind of slow. So, but, but yes, I'm in the, any, like I said, anything with a judge, I can't watch. I, I I mean. Or you watch, you watch with kind of a jaded eye because you're just waiting. Because, see, we grew up back when you had the East German judges and it was always. Right. It was, it was never on the up and up. Right. I think so. the low ratings is because of the time difference and well, how people learn over the Internet. That is that – is, I remember when I was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming during the 80 Olympics when the Americans won the – That was L.A. Not, no, no 84 was L.A. Yeah, 1980. Yeah, that was when the Americans won the hockey, right? Mm-hmm. And it was – it ended like six hours prior to being shown, that's, that's, and nobody knew. I'm watching it in the bar, and I'm like, "Wow, this is." I, nobody had any idea. That's one of the reasons why I don't think you're in, enthralled at all with the golf. It doesn't start till seven o'clock. The leaders don't go off till seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, and it's going on in the middle of the night. I wouldn't care. I mean, I watch a British Open. That's in the morning. What's the difference? I'm waking up to be able to watch no, that. It's this prime, is, but to me, it's prime time. It's prime time. It's kind of not. I mean, the, the not the leaders aren't going off until late. The problem is yesterday. There's no juice there. It's just and there's no fans. Boring as so hell. There's no guys. That's why they need no, team play. Yeah. At least they can have some. They can high five each other and all this. I don't know. It's just okay. Boring. Crazy theory on Simone Biles. Biles. Yeah. Let me, let me finish this one okay. thing here. So the viewership is down 43% compared to the games in Rio. Time difference. There's Extreme that. time difference. There's that. And and there's no Michael Phelps. There's no Michael Phelps. And I think. No, I think, same, no Bolt. same Bolt. Yeah. You don't yeah. have stars. Not a true headliner. I mean, you had uh, uh, Ledecky, and she kind of did okay, but nothing she, she did super. On, ah! Mark, please, Mark. <laughs> Craig just got excited. All right, morning, Mike. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, Simone Biles. All right, so here's my theory. <laughs> and, and, and just hear me out. So Anthony Kim mm-hmm. gets hurt. Right. And doesn't, if he plays again, he doesn't get an insurance policy. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Simone Biles, I probably get some sort of insurance policy that if I get hurt and don't win a medal because I got hurt and don't get to compete, then there's then winning the gold medal in, in the overall is worth X to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get an insurance policy in case I get hurt. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Mental ang- is mental illness it considered an injury? And maybe she had an insurance policy. It's like, you know what? I can't win. 
I got I got five million dollar insurance policy on the line. I'm just gonna not. Play. You know, you can insure anything, but I'll bet you the premiums are through the roof if you're dealing with mental anguish. Well, I'm I mean, just saying. I, I, I'm, I'm look. I just that? have a theory of it. At some point, if there's like there's one that she's doing that nobody's gonna get in because nobody qualified, so she could do it, and there wouldn't be any skin offered. Like it's the hobby horse or whatever. And, um, <laughs> hobby horse. <laughs> You mean the balance beam? <laughs> Whatever it is. He's yeah, rolling. that's it. <laughs> Hobby horse. <laughs> I just got the Men, men's bejeeber the scared horse. out of me. What's that? I am. Yeah, be careful with professional. So. <laughs> <laughs> professional? <laughs> professional. <laughs> All right. No, but uh, I'm not. Look, I'm I'm just wondering why isn't she trying? It may it, it there's a weirdness to it, and maybe there is an insurance policy. Anthony Kim is not going to try to play. I golf. can tell you two reasons, and this this is my theory. And one is she was, and she admitted this. I geared up and worked hard for the 2020 games last year. When that was postponed, I said, "Crap! Now I got to train another year." And, and that really hit her. She said, "She goes crap because you you gear up." And all of a sudden, you're let down. I, I'm, I, I wouldn't know, disagree with that. No, so these these the are rest of the people doing it really much better. I mean, well, else you don't have the pressure on her that she does too. She has nowhere to go but down. Well, she, you know? her, if you look at her her um, her her book of business, mm-hmm. her book of mm-hmm. what she's done already, she didn't even need these Olympics to no. still be the best ever. I mean, she's got what five five or six moves that are named after her. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, she was the best ever. It doesn't matter. Whatever happened here didn't matter. So if she comes, like, you know, Ledecky still is thought of as one of the best ever, mm-hmm. and she lost to 100, 200, and 400. You know, she didn't medal in a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. So who cares? She still won the 800 and the 1500. She could do, you know, the balance beam now and, 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 do okay or not do okay doesn't matter one of the problems is gymnastics is one of the highlighted sports in the olympics so she's the best ever and it's like when people say i'm just mentally exhausted or whatever the difference is you screw up you're not on top of your game and you make one of her moves which they say not even the men can do some of her moves especially on the vault just jumping off the vault before she even you know is is impossible for some of these guys. If she's not locked in, uh, you're seriously hurt. You land on your head. You do whatever. I, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. that I'm amazed I'm, that everybody has such an opinion on it. I mean, what was any skin off their butt? Who cares? I mean, are they? Is she letting down America? I don't think so. She doesn't owe America anything. I from from a patriotic standpoint, she everybody's doing it for their own good. They're all doing it for their own self-interest. They're not doing it for the U.S. Oh, I'm, I, I, there's I think this a, jingoistic thinking is is crazy. I do like to. Re- I I would like to represent my company, country in something. I right, really would. Right, but I okay, mean, you're gonna put your country ahead of your well-being, though. No, I, no. So that's the point. No, but I, I, if she's I, not locked in, then why should she worry about that? And why should everybody? Especially when somebody else gets to come in. I mean, she didn't go. They still want a silver without her. And well, they want a gold. The, the gal that the uh, overall won the, yeah, the, she, she won, won the, the overall. overall. So what and, the uh, that Michaela, whatever, gets to get into one of them, mm-hmm. the individual things, because she's pulled out. Right. So, you know, that's that's a good thing, right? Somebody else gets to – she's never been able to perform in the Olympics, so – They said she like she hasn't 
she didn't look right from the day she got there. She didn't look good in the Olympic trials. Yeah. I mean, if you remember, she I mean, she still was better than everybody else, but she wasn't herself. Right. And so, yeah, no, I'm not Again, I'm not arguing with that and I I'm that's not my point. I just wondered is look, we know a guy who does those insurance policies. Mm-hmm. What he does for a living. So yep. when Trevor Lawrence decides to stay his senior year at Clemson, right. he gets some sort of insurance policy. If I get hurt and jeopardize my career, I'm getting twenty million dollars because I'm well, gonna, now you're going to do it in high school. I'm going to be the yeah I'm going right. to be but I'm going to be the number one draft pick next year if I mm-hmm. stay. I need a policy <laughs> and he buys a pot. They get a policy for that. Is do you say I'm Simone Biles? I need to get an insurance policy in case I get hurt before I get to compete. Yeah, and so maybe but, she's just saying, you know what? I would, normally would try, but it's worth X million dollars to me to just not try. Yeah, I think where it gets I, sketchy not, is mental is the mental part. Yes. Because you could say, I, I just don't feel like doing it. Yeah. And then does insurance cover that, or does it have to be a a, 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 a known through in today's, medical? In today's day and age, in the world of mental whatever, I she gets that without even quite. The insurance company has to just write her a check. Yeah. I'd be inter- I, I'm, I'm not saying that's the reason. I, I just was wondering, huh? <laughs> it, it's a. You can insure anything. Yeah, it's I mean, one Lloyd's of, of London. Yeah. Are they still around? Yeah, of course okay, they are. They'll do whatever, but you'll pay for it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I just felt bad because she was hammered, and then people started coming to her defense. And I heard uh, who's the gal that the gal was on with the Carly Hanson? Patterson, Carly Patterson, gold medal winner. And she goes, "Yeah, that was surprising, but if you're not into, if you're not locked in, you can severely injure yourself, if not kill yourself." You see what Michael Che did from Saturday Night Live? Uh, oh, I don't made, watch that show anymore. No, he just on his Instagram or something put some very, very off-colored jokes, really bad. Right, if he keeps his job, it'd be amazing. About Simone Biles? Yeah. How could it be off-color? I mean, I don't it was. Get it. Was it he funny? No, no, it no was they a, weren't. They were not right. They were really. So, they were very they, tasteless. They, they were very. Huh. They had had they. He compared the, the Larry Nasser to her or something. It was bad. What? Was really bad. Yeah. She, oh, by I the way, she that. had that going on too. She right. was. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that people don't know, and people judge immediately because they can, and or they're. I'm I'm getting so disgusted with social media. Sometimes I have to do it just because it's a business if promotion. An, if you were an athlete. I would never look at it. I know, right? Nope. Even Rory said it. He goes, the problem is social media is all built on addictive behavior. And they can they glom onto that. And they design their programs so that you have to look at it. You just you can't help it, right? First thing you wake up in the morning, you look at your Twitter feed, your Facebook feed, Instagram feed, or whatever. But the problem is it's very rare, especially for a, a, a superstar, a superstar, superstar <laughs> in a sport um, where anything is going to be positive. Because people would rather cut you down. And then when you're cut down, then they want to build you back up again. And I just assume stay so, away from so, it all. So I'll ask you before we get into the next segment in, in, as an ender. So who's worse? What was what was did either of these bother you as an American? Mm-hmm. Simone Biles saying, "No, I can't play. I, it, I can't. I can't compete. It's not going to." Mm-hmm. Or Shakari Richardson testing positive for pot and not being able to perform, and we don't, and she doesn't get to get the gold medal for the Americans on the hundred meters. I feel worse about that, but it is in writing. 
I mean, it was rules it's rules. part of the Whether bylaws. It's a good rule or not. Yeah, I mean, I think the part I was disappointed in is that uh, she wasn't named for the 4 by 100 because it would have been after the probation. And you know what happened there. The person who came in four or fifth uh-huh. said, hey, she, whatever she did in the trials, that can't count. I'm in. That can't count. That's not count. Everything she got – and he's like, yeah, you're right. Rules are rules. I got it. We got to we let you You know, somebody in. brought up a pretty good point, and it, it'll, it'll never happen because there's too much money involved and there's too much behind-the-scenes grifting. And, and is I wish they would just have one venue for summer and one venue for winter. And just that would be the Olympic Villages. You don't have to always. You don't like have to. It's, you don't have to bankrupt your damn country. It's they're going to lose twenty billion dollars because they Japan. can't have any fans. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not just have it at two places? And I don't know. It, I, I know it'll never happen because right. there's too much money involved and too right. much commerce. But but I'll nice. ask that too. We're supposed to have the Winter Olympics in February mm-hmm. in China. Uh-huh. Is that ever going to happen? Yeah. Just there's no way. They say it's still happening. There's no way. I think it's getting to a point. I'll be. I have no guess on when, when or if this will happen. But I can see a point where they don't have any more Olympics. Oh no way! I just no way. I, we'll I, always have Olympics. Well, I don't know. If they stop it. If they it start making to... money, I mean, the, the amount of money that NBC had to shell out for this thing, it was monstrous, and they're going to lose their butt on this Olympics. So it all comes down to money. If it's not a money-making venture, you're an entrepreneur. How often are you going to chase something before you say, you know what, it's not worth it? Unless you really believe in it, just from a, a human interest standpoint. But other than that, you're not going to throw good money after bad. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. Mm-mm. And then the other thing, too, half the stuff you don't even know where to find it. You know, how many people are signing up to Peacock? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Why is that it's not that funny. <laughs> Why was that funny to <laughs> so, me? You're, so, you're such a... <laughs> Just play the just play the the laugh, Jay, because that's where it's come down to at this point. All right, before we get into uh, what's going on in a dog's life, it is that sound sums up a lot. Uh, it is nine fourteen, and let's get into the greatness of Cornerstone Golf. So we went up to Cornerstone up in Colorado, right near Montrose, about thirty minute drive, and it was literally a breath of fresh air. Everything was great. The air was crisp and you saw mountains and you could see stars if it wasn't overcast and you saw critters bears and the golf was some of the best i've ever played i'm not sure you can find a from the minute you leave dallas i'm not sure you can find a course anywhere that quality in colorado in the mountains to get that get there that quickly yeah. To fly in the Montrose to drive less than 30 minutes to get up to the golf course, and you're on the first tee playing golf. Yep. That is so cool and so awesome. And the golf course is awesome. It's one of the best Greg Norman courses he's ever designed by a mile. And uh, More importantly, it's, it's one of the best conditioned, and you never see another group on the course. Yeah. Every hole is secluded from everybody else, and there's, there's, real, there's cool local knowledge peculiarities to it. So mm-hmm. if you're putting towards the valley... Even if it's an uphill putt, it's going to go fast. And if you go towards the mountains, even if it's a downhill putt, it's going to go slow. It's, it's crazy. So I, if you have the means, and I'll say this, 
to be able to fly into Montrose, which was the smallest airport I've ever. You want to get your bags quickly. Two gates. You get off the you get off the airplane and your bags are sitting there waiting for you. And then you get into a car and you leave and you get to the golf course. It is so easy to get there, and it's such a good good golf course. And it's it's ten grand for a national membership, mm-hmm. and that includes your dues. Mm-hmm. How much better can you do? Mm-hmm. Go to Cornerstone. Give them the website. Cornerstoneclub.com. Cornerstone Club cornerstoneclub.com and it's about 9200 feet in the air so your ball is going to travel a bit better and if you want a review of the golf course hole by hole of how it goes look at avid golfer magazine this month mm-hmm. as rick did a review next on month it. yeah so check it out cornerstoneclub.com and sports radio 96 7 and 13 10 the ticket 922 on the little ticket t-box out at crestcars.com crestcars in frisco off uh, 121 and the tollway. And we'll be here till 10 o'clock. We'll mix with Country Force at about uh, 9.50. And check out these uh, great rides they have here, not only at uh, Infinity, but also at Volvo and Cadillac. They have new. They have pre-owns. They have everything you want. Obviously, excellent, excellent service. This is brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Got our Elite Cup this week, at, this week mm-hmm. which is if you win one of our majors, and we do have 17 majors, mm-hmm. uh, you get to play in this for free. The Four Seasons of Las Colinas. Free is always good. Uh, the weather real quick. I think today, at least if you want to believe weather forecasts, this is the last 100-degree day for the year. It won't be for the year. but Well, right now, it, nothing gets higher than 98, allegedly. Now, that doesn't mean heat index, and that's what I always look at. I don't look at, because this is always in the shade. Right. Well, you don't play golf much in the shade. The heat index today is supposed to be really high. Yeah, like 106 or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, uh, hydrate. Just make sure you hydrate. All right, 930. uh, More Olympic talk, but specifically about John Rahm and COVID, and he's flummoxed as to why. As am I. Yeah, possibly positive three straight times but before that uh want to thank the p1s for asking about the pooch because she went in for surgery on monday for bone fusion and what they got to do on that is they actually take a bone from their shoulder mm-hmm. and they implant it in their what they have, what i would call their wrist mm-hmm. they got to fuse it and they got to keep it bent and got to keep uh well you got to give them a lot of meds it's amazing how many meds, uh, infection and pain and, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. And I don't know how your dogs handle it. I have to shove it down my dog's throat. My puppies is a little bit different, but my last dog's, yes. Yeah, but I always give her a treat afterwards because, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's sticking a finger down my throat. Well, my, my wife <laughs> used, to, used to put it in, hide it in a piece of American cheese and right. find it and get over and give it to her. And they did it for a while. And ten, then they finally realized they could eat around the pill, yep. and that's what they started to do. <laughs> What's crazy is my dog won't eat cheese. What? Isn't that crazy? And she won't eat eggs. I would think a dog would eat anything protein. Doesn't want any yeah. part of it. Huh. So anyway, dealing with that. So here's the big thing is I have to sequester while I'm gone. Right. And, uh, and my daughter gave me her <clears throat> kennel. It's a big kennel. Mm-hmm. Well, Macy's never been in a kennel, and trying. She and she's like six, it. and she wants no part of it. I don't care. I yeah. sprinkled the whole floor of it with with beef jerky, 
And she kind of sniffed it, and, boy, she really wanted it, but she would not go in. And uh, the girlfriend's dog, who grew up in a kennel, saunters right on in, yeah. takes a nap, and I was like, damn it. So what I did was, as I just I just barricaded where she usually hangs out, we're watching t- you know, TV or whatever on the right. couch, I just barricaded the area you know, in front of the couch. Sure. And it works out great. And she's got to wear, I got her one of these inflatable rings, not not the cone of shame. Right. The cones of shame are ridiculous. Yeah, the inflatable things actually works better, too. Yeah, I think so. It's, doesn't, it's not as evasive. Um, I just have to, when I take her out, got to do it on a leash. Because if she sees squirrel, she's going to forget she's hampered. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so it's, it, it, the anus is on me. Yeah, you can mark that. Um, the anus is, <laughs> it's all on the owner. If the owner is smarter than the dog or the patient and uh, 85% of it should come out just right, but it's going to take three months. Three months. So me going on any trips but it's, it's going to get a little easier over time. Hopefully. Yeah, but what you don't want to do is rush it. Right. So that And that's the problem that owners do. I think do. they would heal quicker than that. but Not with a bone fusion because the yeah. bone has to grow around the, mm-hmm. the screws or whatever. I right. don't know. What do I know? Right. All I know is I'm paying for it. That's the it's the most expensive ice cream cone I've ever bought in my life. So think if Doctor Suriel had to do the bone fusion on his, on your dog, he'd be able to do it. No, you're sitting in an island and there's no other doctors, and he's the only guy. You don't think he'd be able to figure it out? I don't think so. Only I'm not. This is no discount on Doctor Suriel. Awesome doctor. But you're dealing with a whole different set of bones. And, yeah. You know, that's why, well, how about this? That's why when you're a physician, you're not also a vet. Oh, yeah. So there's no way. And I think this is pretty intricate. Um, you know, they're dealing with, they're taking out all the ligaments. I mean, it's it's a full-blown deal. Um, but if it doesn't work, it's tripod time. And you were, there was a specialist. You had to go to a specialist. I did. Yeah. And that was, and this guy does nothing but these or? It's a popular thing, lady. or lady? Yeah, they have lady. eight of them. They have like seven or eight of these offices around town, and they're and all this, packed. And she does just this surgery. No, other, she does, but, yeah, but she does others, but th- this is we, one of the more more common. Because our our buddy, who's a vet, he does surgeries. He but won't he, do this one. He doesn't do this one. He does the spaying. He and he's the, the right. one that took out my our our uh, late dog's um, big tumor. No, those fatty tumors. He did that. But when it comes to other stuff, he goes, no, nah, outside of my jurisdiction. Okay. So I said, okay. So, yeah, but uh, it was the place was packed. I mean, I had to drop her off on a Monday morning, and it was 17.505. It was standing room only. And that's only one of about seven or eight offices they have. Wow. So they're, they're, they're doing okay. But outside of our friend, Mr. Sheets, mm-hmm. doctor, I don't you. know. I don't know of one male vet in this town. Really? Nope. Have you ever met one besides Dr. Sheets? I haven't gone to anybody but him since I've been in town. So. Yeah, well, I've had to use someone closer to my house. Yeah. Because he's, he's over in Grand Prairie. So the one that I got the surgery at this week, all female. Mm-hmm. All female, my local one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Huh. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. But, I mean, maybe dogs like females more. I don't know. That's weird. Most of my vets have been men. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. So there goes that theory. Whatever but, that is. But I, I have noticed that the front office is full of females my age that are quite yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And I do know this. So I forgot our little our little promo table mm-hmm. and everything. First time I think I've ever forgotten it on a remote. Yeah. We've done hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had to get the chamber ready for the dog. And I had to make sure she couldn't get out, make sure yeah. she's comfy. It's just like having a child. You know, remember back when the kids were small? There was no such thing as spontaneity. Mm-mm. You know, if we wanted to go somewhere, it was going to take you half an hour to get all the get all the stuff ready, the diaper bags, the formulas, God knows what, diapers. And uh, that's what it was like this morning. And I was like, okay. I had the same little issue this morning because I've got a nine-month-old puppy. And my wife is out of town at a baby shower Mm -hmm. for my future daughter-in-law. How many baby showers are you going to have? Baby shower? I didn't say baby shower. Yeah, you just did. No. Yes, you just did. Yeah, are you breaking uh, some news here? No. You kind of have to get married? A little shotgun action? Wedding wedding shower. Uh, No, no, no. no. You said baby shower. I meant wedding shower. Oh, sure you did. We'll see in nine months. Wedding showers. We'll see in nine months. And, uh... And so there's three of them, uh-huh. and she's over the first one this weekend. Well, one's going to be in New York. One has to be local, right? Where's the third one? Bal- Balmer. Oh, that's right. Balmer. Okay. I don't think there's one local. Interesting. There's one in New York. There's one in Rhode Island, where uh, my wife is. Right. And there's one in Baltimore. Mm. So none, nobody's throwing a local one, which is okay, I guess. I have a shirt that says layups are for basketball. That's true. Boy, that um, was an accident. No. <laughs> There's no accidents on our show. <laughs> Don't ever apologize, Jay. But uh, I, had to, I had the puppy by myself, and I didn't – I felt on – she's a crater. We crate, we crate mm-hmm. her. And I didn't feel like three hours of crating in the morning was right, so I left her outside. We have a small yard outside. I'm just w- hoping that she doesn't bark all morning. You'll know. Somebody will tell you. Yeah. Hmm. What time did you leave? Seven ten. It's late enough. Sunday's the day that yeah should be a sound moratorium till noon. Yeah. Saturday, everybody's running around doing something. So we have a Great Dane that lives next to us. So if the Great get, Great Dane's Park, the Great Dane cannot get up and down the stairs. Can go up, not down. How old? Two. Wow. Yeah, Great Danes are tough. They're great dogs. They just they don't are. live very long. She's a he's a horse. But they don't live very long. Dude, they don't. No. It's a horse, man. It is a big dog. Looks just like Marmaduke. And, uh, but can you imagine what they have to deal with? Because she won't come down the stairs. They leave her downstairs every morning. Elevator? Elevator up to, at night. Well, they should have known that. Did they like have a... the dog before they bought the house? Yes. Okay, well, they could have known that. that like a cow? You can get it up the stairs, but not down? Yeah. Yeah. Is that true? I think so. Huh. Yep. I think it's their weight distribution. It's as big as a cow. All right, 9.33 on the ticket. Uh, Let's get into John Rahm and why he can't figure out why he got tested positive again. Not once, not twice, but three times. Before we do that, let's talk about our buddy JT over at advancedplaster.com last night. A little late. Didn't know what to eat. So I made, when I have a bunch of leftovers but not one thing makes a meal, I make nachos. I always have a bag of tortilla chips, and I just put everything on top, throw it in the oven, and it's and so we checked that out back and laid out by the pool and with the LED lights and everything, and I could change everything with the app function. It was glorious. I always thank JT. Every I just nod my head and smile. 
Yeah, you know, um, I'm looking around at houses when I'm on a golf course mm-hmm. now. I look and I say, that house needs to be run. That mm-hmm. house needs to be done. Look, it's your backyard. It's your. It's where you. It's you your spend, centerpiece. It's your. Yeah. Why are you not doing this? If you need an update, call JT. He's really good at what he does. He's really reasonable, and he's been doing it for as long as we've been doing the magazine over twenty years. So you know he's reputable. He's got great Yelp rankings and ratings, and so yeah, it's it's the right guy to do. It's and I signed off on it, and I'm a tough guy to please when it comes to that. No stuff. flipping question. Yep, and he is a. Uh, Five stars on everything. In fact, he even did the uh, Los Colinas Country Club pool. He did. And, and they're uh, they're not easy to please either. Club Corp. Yeah, good luck trying tough. to become an approved vendor at Club Corp. So uh-huh. uh, and he's getting a couple other pools off of that, too. He owes us a soda for that, too. He does. Maybe two. <laughs> All right. So check it out. It's advancedplaster.com. If you need renovation, uh, you just want quotes on maybe you want to change some stuff up. And also tell you if it doesn't make sense. You know, I was thinking, do I need a water feature here? And he goes, no. It'll cost you too much, and it's not worth it. And I said, okay, Attaboy. I like that. I like that. And he's very, very good at follow-up, too. He makes sure everything is done correctly, and if it's not, then he makes sure it gets done correctly. So it's all good. Advancedplaster.com, your backyard, your family will love you long time. From Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Old American Golf Club, actually the Clubs at the Tribute, which is constitutes the Tribute and Old American. They share a clubhouse now and play both right then and there up in the colony, right down the road from us. So check those folks out. 950 will uh, mix with Country Force. Uh, this is brought to you by CrestCars.com, Volvo, <coughs> Cadillac, and Infinity, and also IdealGolfer.com. You can get a sweet round over at Coyote Ridge. Not too many courses are discounting right now. Coyote is. How about that? Um, and also, you can get uh, a one- or two-hour uh, session at a virtual golf place, Daylight Golf. It's right across from Grapevine Mills Mall. Oh, food time. It is lovely, lovely, lovely. Thank you, sir. Wow. So there you go. All right. But before that, one of the crazy things about – 2020 now going into 2021 is COVID. Thank you. COVID is a uh, tough nut to crack, tough to figure out. Now you got the Delta strain and I mean, who knows what anymore and how it's affecting the sports climate is pretty wild. Um, it's, you know, the Olympics, you have some of the basketball teams are had issues, uh, baseball teams. I mean, the Philadelphia Phillies now have a big COVID outbreak. Really, It's like, and then you don't know whether getting vaccinated or not is helpful or not, honestly. I mean, I'm, I did it because my mom's in assisted living, and I was if I wanted to see her, I had to get it. So I figured, okay. But then I hear stories about people getting really adversely affected. When they, once they get the vaccine. So you know, there's no guarantee of anything in life, right? You play the play the odds, play the percentages, I mean, right? I got vaccinated because yeah. I played the odds. It was the right thing to do. The, yeah. doc, the medical world told me to do it. Exactly. Although I'm li- reading now that remarkably, like, what, less than half of all medical professionals are vaccinated? That's what I don't understand. Jeez. Yeah, that and less than half of what all Americans not, are vaccinated. What are you not telling me? I know. I know. 
So we uh, move ahead to John Rahm, who, along with uh, Bryson DeChambeau, tested positive, could not make their Olympic teams for golf. But the interesting thing for Rahm, okay, I have a question. Let's, let's, off, let's offshoot this for a second. Before we get to Rahm, let's talk conspiracy theory, just for the hell of it. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau, do you think he really tested positive for COVID? Or he didn't want to be tested positive for anything else because WADA, the world drug is, you know, they much more stringent. And I wonder if he was worried about being tested positive for something that the PGA Tour doesn't test for. Huh. Like deer antler spray? Whatever. I'm <laughs> well, serious. Well, the whole VJ thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Um, I wonder. Um, you know what? goes with my Simone Biles. You know, you don't know and you'll never yeah. know. But, yeah. Huh. Just a yeah. thought. Just a thought. So John Rahm passed five COVID tests as part of the PGA Tour's contact tracing at the Memorial the first week in June. The six tests came back positive. And that's when he was on the golf course and he had a six-shot lead and yes. they had to pull him off and say, see ya. He had started the vaccination process that week and because he was asymptomatic, Rahm ended his self-isolation early with back-to-back days of negative results. Then he won the U.S. Open, the first major championship. Okay. For people who don't know, I needed three negative tests to get in the Olympics. Thursday, negative. Friday, negative. Saturday, positive. I did a second one to make sure it wasn't a false positive. Rom said he went back on Sunday and took a saliva test, an antibody test, and a PCR test, whatever that is. The saliva and PCR test came back negative, and it was confirmed he had the COVID-19 antibodies. By then, he said he could not have received three straight negative results and arrived in Tokyo in time to play uh, the Olympic golf, where he would be the betting favorite, along with already having COVID-19 and being vaccinated. Rom said he flew privately to England for the British Open, where he passed every test required to play. Tied for third. He's the only player this year to have top ten finishes in all four majors. He goes, I haven't had two experts tell me the same thing on any of this. And that's what's crazy. Sounds like he had a false, false positive. That one false positive that he was getting a false positive on that on the one test, and the rest of them were telling him he didn't have it. So doctor says each day you have less remnant viral particles in your body. If someone is taking a swab, it could be negative. Another day they could catch particles. It's conceivable as positive result was related to that, particularly in a subsequent test. But this is the Olympics. The ruling body is the Japanese government, and the policy is strict. Huh? How about that? So. This thing isn't going away anytime soon. Doesn't appear to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still glad I got the vaccine. Me too. I still feel sa- safer. Me too. But um But I know there's some seemed, people and it seems to me like he's okay. There's some friends of ours that will not still not get the vaccine. Yeah. It's either political, it's a conspiracy to kill me or whatever. And uh, it doesn't make much common sense to me, but as long as you're willing to pay the price for not doing it, then okay. But if you all of a sudden, you don't wish you will on anybody. No. But if you want to be that stubborn, well, you got to take the bad with the good. And if I have a, come- I have a group of friends who slash acquaintances who won't get the vaccine. And what's their reason? Their their reason is, uh, you know, government can't tell me what to do. And there's one guy who's so unhealthy. And I just think, man, 
you do not need to be getting COVID. All right, let me ask you a crazy question. I mean, seriously, I mean, I don't know him that well, so. Let me ask you a crazy question. So, um, seatbelts. You don't have to wear them, but if a cop stops you, you're going to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposedly mandated. You know, that's how, you know, they put these in cars so that you'll be safer, so your insurance premiums will be less, allegedly. Some people will, are defiant. They don't wear their seatbelts. Still don't. I know people that don't. I never did. They just wait till Until they... I'm in a car that makes me. Yeah. Or, or they just wait till the bell runs, you know, quits because it gets tired I of it. I, I wear mine now. Right. But you didn't for but a long time. I didn't because I, in my mind, I said, look, I've never done it. I'm comfortable. I was stupid. Yeah. But I was like, look, if I, am not, if I get in a wreck and I don't have my seatbelt on, I'm only hurting myself. So let me ask the the rationale to this. I was I was young. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not. No, no, yeah. no. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. Why? Why is it a state? Why is it a, a federal law to wear a seatbelt then? If only you're hurting yourself. You're not hurting your passengers. You're not hurting another driver. It's a diff. You would make the argument that it shouldn't be because it's you know we still should have free will and I'm only hurting myself. It's the same thing of smoking a cigarette. You're only hurting your and you're not only hurting yourself because it's secondhand, secondhand smoke. smoke. But, but I mean between that, airbags, all that kind of stuff, they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think more people are saved by seatbelts than are than are hindered by it mm-hmm. if, if there's a wreck, right? Mm-hmm. So, but there's still people that are adamant and they don't want to do it. So, okay, but you go flying through the windshield, um, guess what? You knew what you were doing. You're not that, yeah. you're not that much of a you moron. You reap what you sow. Yeah, right? yeah, very good. So I'm just curious why some people are so defiant, and they, make a, they politicize everything. And, it, it just, I don't, I, and some of them sense. it's not politicized. We have, like I said, there's everybody in our office is vaccinated except one person, mm-hmm. and that person has basically said, look, there's not enough data to tell me that it's okay. Mm-hmm. What happens in five years? Y'all are getting this vaccination, and you don't know what's going to grow third eye. What the how hell? it's going to affect you in five years? I'm going to wait. It's just it got rushed to market, and I just don't trust it. And what what would happen if that person it, had they said what would happen? How they would think about it? If they got COVID. I'm having you you know this person, but that's Jesus. the first thing I would ask. Oh, so I, I get it. I get your stance. Yeah. But let's say you get it, and let's say it's fairly severe. You can have remorse. You gonna have regret, or are you gonna say, "No, I knew what I was. I knew I was getting into." I doubt it. I don't think anybody really knows what to her. Into. To her credit, I shouldn't use the he or she. But yeah, I was more careful than you were. I couldn't stop, and <laughs> she wears a mask everywhere. Not as much anymore. Not in the office, but yeah. she wears it. She okay. goes to a restaurant. She goes to the. She goes to Seven Eleven. She has a mask on. So, what do you think is more? So, okay, so that's another thing. Why wear a mask? but not get a vaccine. That makes no sense to me. I, I'm only telling... I'm only, no, I'm these being, are rhetorical questions. I'm being a reporter here, and I'm with... There's no... These <laughs> are rhetorical just questions. telling you if the you're gonna do No, no, no. If, and what she's doing. I no, don't I have, get it, but this is a rhetorical question. If you're not going to do this, why are you doing this? What's the difference? I don't know. And I don't even know what's safer. I, I don't think anybody really knows. I think you can mitigate the... The look, effects and everything. I, the only thing I'll say is, if a rational voice, mm-hmm. I look around and hear about all the people getting COVID, and we're all wearing masks, doesn't seem like the COVID cares about that mask. 
Well, I think it depends. But. When you go to uh, what's that? What's that place current up in uh, South Dakota that has the motorcycle convention every year? Because oh, yes. um, uh, doesn't begin with an S, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, okay, you're talking 200 about Sturgis motorcycle. Yeah, Sturgis. 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 it does begin with an S. Yeah, thank you, Craig. <laughs> um, Two hundred and fifty thousand psych- bo- uh, bikers went up there, no mask. That's where it gets it. Yeah. It's not the people with the mask. It's the people that are defiant and say, screw it. And they have total disregard not only for themselves, but their, yeah, their fellow men. You're getting a little political now. No, I, I'm not. I, I, yeah, kind of are. No, no, kind of not. This is a health issue. This is not a political issue. This is health. It, it, Difference. It, it, no, it is. a. It's, well, it may or may not be a political issue, but it is. Huh? It is. No, that's because people make it a political right. issue. It shouldn't be your opinion i side with you but i it's still an opinion well, i'm gonna say i remember back in the day when they gave up remember they gave out polio shots way back in the day i wasn't that old 57 I'm older than you yeah but nobody complained as well yeah would i rather have a polio or would I rather get a shot they did until elvis presley publicly did his and 80 percent of the young people started getting theirs afterwards there you go just need a couple of uh, just need elvis a couple of endorsers all right. When they say men in black, Elvis ain't dead. He just went home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is uh, 9.52 on the ticket. We will mix with a little country force. And, God, we got to talk Rangers, right? No. Maybe not. Next. On Sports Radio, 96.7 and 13.10, the tick. Nearly 10 o'clock on Sports Radio, 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. Another tee box in the books. Thanks for listening. Please tell a buddy. We sure appreciate an extra P1 or two. Uh, I want to thank Crest Cars out here. Crest Infinity, Volvo, and Cadillac for their hospitality. And, wow, I love their breakfast this morning. That was like a egg scramble. What would they call that with the uh, with the potatoes and the bacon? A skillet. A hash. Okay, I like it. Yeah, it was awesome. Man, their uh, their gourmet kitchen is something else. Can I say a quick note to my mother? It was a wedding shower, not a baby shower. Wedding shower, not baby shower. Don't get all excited. You should have just texted her. Could have done my that. mom listens from Baltimore every single week. She can get a shout out. <laughs> okay. All right, a lot of people to thank. Current editor engineering. Good to see you back from uh, Oxnard. It's good to be back. No, back at the station, Jay King. Excellent job as always. Jacob Denimore providing those stellar ticket tickers twice an hour. Next week we will be a classic BMW right down the road. And uh, don't forget Ideal Golfer. We have County Ridge up. We have Daylight Golf, which is uh, virtual golf right across from uh, Grapevine Mills. Huge place. Great menu. And the hitting bays are pretty sweet. So check them out. And uh, let's see, have a, the new magazine will come out next week. I think it's one of our better covers. Huh. I think so. I think so. Big celebrity. Yeah, I think so. Local celebrity. I think so. And other than that, uh, I think that's forgotten anybody? No. Thank PGA Tour Superstores, our lead sponsor. Their brand new store down in Arlington, South Arlington, uh, south of uh, I-20 on Cooper. Big grand opening last week. They killed it. Man, yeah. they just... And South Tarrant County is rejoicing. 
The guy who runs our Texas Junior Golf Tour lives right over there. He can't mm-hmm. wait. So, without, so does Eli, Jordan. Yeah, so, yeah, I was just about to mention that as we seg- sveltly segue into the, our mix with Country Force. Hey, T-Box. Ty, Ty Walker. Good morning, Ty. Hey, Ty. Eli Jordan. Hey, congrats, Craig. When's the baby due? <laughs> Bite me. Whoa! Guns a blazing. Early. <laughs> trying to figure it out. Me. Yeah, what are you what are you getting mad at? You're the one who said it. <laughs> didn't mean it. You don't How mean eighty percent of so the stuff you say. I've been doing this for sixteen years. How many times while I'm on the air I say things I don't mean? A lot. Uh, about a hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> so uh so how's the did you have Diamond Talk last night? Boy did really, we ever <laughs> no, I just need to ask because Boy did we ever. Did you take a lot of calls? Uh, we did. We got a few calls last night, mainly about uh, trade deadline stuff. Not drunk that, groups? No, no, no drunk groups. Oh. <clears throat> That's what the world needs right now is a what good even drunk groups call. Yeah, would have helped. Okay, forget about the trades. Forget about you know salary dumps, everything else. I'm absolutely amazed that they're second in Major League Baseball in attendance. Yeah. Or is that just the American League? Um... <laughs> uh, it might be overall. Might be overall. They might Second. be number one in the American League. Second. Well, with that team. It's, now I know there's a lot of curiosity going yeah. into inside, but what how many repeat uh, customers they've gotten? Yeah, that's a good question. That's something we brought up about, like just talking about the ownership, their situation, and how they're handling things. And is this, you know, this rebuild does this play into their idea of listen we don't have to spend any money because people are still going to come out for who knows how long and just to get the air conditioning and the novelty of the new stadium and as long as they're still coming out why do we need to increase the payroll boy those tickets were pretty cheap for last night's game though if you were trying to find aftermarket tickets they were like five bucks yeah but that's the thing that's the aftermarket they've already got their money Oh, for sure. No, I'm just saying as far as that's probably why attendance numbers are still pretty high is that the team is so piss poor that you can buy $5 tickets and take your kids out there and they don't know any different. If if you're taking a six-year-old kid, he doesn't know if it's a World Series contender or what it currently is, and you can get away with that and say, oh, we're going to the ball game, son. So if you were taking your six-year-old kid to the Rangers game and went outside in the back like we used to back in the day and waited for an autograph – of a play of some players, what's the one autograph you would want of a Texas Ranger? Dan Marino. Yes, Dan, Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Probably Dan Marino over anybody that's left on their roster. He'd right probably now. be in the starting rotation. Uh, well, that's and that's the question about trading away a guy like Joey Gallo, who's like the one guy that if even the a fair weather fan might have known about this <laughs> Rangers roster. Now, who is it? Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Uh, I guess maybe Adolis. You don't even know Adolis Garcia. I mean, it, there's there's not much star power on this roster. And you would have uh, said Nick Solak till he got sent yeah, down. Yeah, right? Nick Solak. Yeah, but you'd have to go down to Round Rock to get his. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get his yeah, they, don't any, they don't have any hot stars like Epic Ep Barnrat or whatever. <laughs> Kiradek Epi Barnrat. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a it's a golfer. <laughs> it's a golfer. <laughs> Who is a, that? An average one at best. That's our producer. Taking snipe shots, Matt Birmingham. Hello, yeah, I'm here every week. <laughs> yeah, but you don't talk. <laughs> yeah, that's Craig telling you not game. to talk. I think I'm going to go to a game in mid-August. Why? Check it out. Uh, to eat. 
to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get a big stick. Or what do they really Boom call stick. those things? Or Boom big stick. stick. <laughs> big stick. I, yeah, I, the, the wife and I have, the wife and I have still, have, have still haven't gone out there and taken the kid, and we, we still want to, and if there's $5 tickets out there, it's... Sounds like a good, a good idea to maybe go out there and uh, let the six-year-old check it out. And I, I, I still haven't been out there, so we'll Sounds see. Yeah, get her a photo with Rangers <laughs> captain, and oh, I'm sure. No, she hates mascots. So, really? Oh, she freaks out when she sees people dressed up in mascot uniforms. <laughs> oh, Craig, it's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, comes in handy. <laughs> well, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what kind of new uh, outrageous meals they got. Yeah, they they did more tricked up stuff this year. I can't remember exactly, but I know they they laid the red carpet out for more wacky food. Am I the only one they that's not interested in that house? at all? The wacky food? Yeah, like I, when I go to a ball game, I <laughs> every time I go, I just get regular old ballpark nachos just with the you know the chips and the cheese and some that's jalapenos and that's it it's you know and especially when you when you you know grew up in baltimore you could always go get boogs barbecue and the boogs at least it's something else for a second <laughs> boog pal's got a barbecue spot right in the right and right field i used to love boog pal he one was of my great faves. Wasn't he? he was one of my faves i only knew it from the out. light beer commercials boy they need to bring those back they were awesome they're the best. They were the best commercials ever they, because they had great celebrities that made fun of themselves. Yep. You had Euchre. You had Rodney Dangerfield. You had John Madden. Madden. Yeah, they all. Hey, guys, great seats. Hey, buddy. Dan Marino. And Dan Marino. And Dan Marino. <laughs> Dan Marino. Remember the guy that, isotoners. Remember the guy they had the, you can call me Ray or you can call yep. me Jay, but you don't have to call me Johnson. <laughs> Jim Shoulders. And Jim Bucket. Uh, Oh, who? Butkus, Butkus. Uh, Dick, Dick, Dick Butkus. Butkus. Yeah. Didn't he do him too? Yes, yes he did. Uh, his brother Jim's going to be on the, with the Musers on Monday Jim morning. Butkus. <laughs> <laughs> greatest mix ever. It is the greatest mix ever. I love this. Yeah. Should we end it or should we just keep going? Probably. What do you got today, boys? I well, want to hear something compelling as I drive off into the sunset. At eleven thirty, we've been you know we we're fans of these these vice shows, the dark side of whatever, dark side of the ring, which is wrestling. They've got the dark side of uh, football, where we've we've talked about a couple of those episodes. Well, they've got another show called Dark Side of the Nineties, and mm. we watched a show on one of the shows was on the Viper Room. Which that? that's where uh, River Phoenix died in the early nineties oh, yeah. there in L.A. Did somebody else died there too. Uh, if they did, it was not brought up in this. It wouldn't surprise me because there was lots of heroin going around that place. So uh, it was it was full throttle. So uh, it's it's an interesting history of that place, and they talk about River Phoenix, and we will talk about that at eleven thirty. Lovely. All right, I'll be doing that as I dig up plants today. Oh, party, mm. landscaping, yeah. fun. You know. You know, I, I do like to party. I didn't know Rick 2.0 was into landscaping. <coughs> Rick 2.0 is into things you couldn't imagine. Oh, whoa, no, okay. No, all right. That's, <laughs> settle down. Maybe that's, settle for, down. that's, for, the next, for, the that's for next week's mix. <laughs> Peeling back the curtain a bit on Rick 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. All right, gentlemen. Have at it. See you, boys. See you. Bye-bye. Bye, Todd. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound.